I guess it's that fear of failure. But again, I think that can be a positive as well because it motivates you. Like if you make a lot of people can just be complacent and as a result, they don't make the decisions they need to, to keep it going. They just like sit there and like think, oh, this will all be sorted out. But if you're fearing failure, you will go out of your way and try and find people, put all the effort in, do your research. So I think all the all the downsides of doubt can have their benefits as well. Welcome and thanks for listening to The Freelancer's Friend, brought to you by AspectAvenue.com, helping freelancers and solopreneurs to create lasting and sustainable success. Remember to subscribe, leave a review if you can, and please share the podcast with your freelancer friends. Welcome, Finley. Thanks for being thanks for being the very first guest for a filmed episode. It's a pleasure. Yeah, and it's very appropriate. It's very appropriate with you uh, being a videographer yourself. Uh, I know you studied film production at university, but it's also a hobby that you love anyway. And I saw that you went. I saw that you went travelling, and you was and you were having a great time. But that was cut short by COVID nineteen. Uh, so apart from your travel plans, how much of an effect did COVID-19 have on your business plans? Well, sort of like, I, I travelled for like a bit, but like I, sort of, I moved into a place in Worcester after uni and kind of put a lot of things on hold to like, um, kind of just whilst I was paying rent there and then until I moved out. But like, I sort of had started to make like little bits of progress with the business in Worcester. Like basically I'd filmed for a couple of bands but I kind of thought, like, when when I moved out of that place, I because I, I worked for this event company, and I was sort of doing stuff for them, and I thought, okay, once you get to this point, I won't be paying rent, I can get all this money and invest it into the business. But then, obviously, COVID happened, and I had to use furlough to pay off the remaining rent. Um, but I kind of... Um, yeah, so, like, basically, my, my initial plan was to put the business on hiatus, and then COVID happened, and it was just all, like, oh, dear God, I can't. Because <laughs> obviously you have all these ideas. You say mm. to people, oh, let's do this when lockdown ends and stuff. And then you just sort of sat here twiddling your thumbs like, oh, yeah, we'll do a video at some point. When's this ending? And it, like, it's it's not bad to have ideas for the future, but it's kind mm. of you can't just sit on your backside and wait for all these things to happen. Like I think, you know, whether your opin- opinions of lockdown are something separate, but... um yeah, so what I've tried to do is like sort of do what I can remotely. So I've been offering like editing services to a lot of people. I've also done a side thing of the business in selling prints on Etsy because sort of obviously with lockdown you could go out on walks and stuff. And there's a little hill just around the corner from my house in Cheltenham. Um, I've t- taken a lot of photos up there, and I thought, you know, I'm getting all these pictures. I might as well show it of the world. So I've started selling my prints on Etsy. Um, I've done, yeah, I've, I've done things remotely. Luckily, my dad has a music project, and he's used my services a lot for um, things involved with that. So, like, we sort of do like little videos in a room of him just playing guitar for him to release. And so, we've both been able to benefit each other's projects um, through that. Um, but yeah, obviously, like, it, it's great like working with him. But I want to get out there and expand more. But I've actually got like a consultation with someone later tonight about doing a music video for them. So there, there is like, there is definitely like other people like I will be working for and stuff. We just, um, 
it's just sort of like step by step, I guess. I've been trying to do like things to put my editing skills to the test. Like I've just done, I just started something that's a bit separate to business, but it's like um, a YouTube channel sort of doing like video essays on like sort of events in football history and stuff like that. Sort of like obscure like history that people might not know about in football. And then like, yeah, sort of upload that to YouTube. Like I'm just starting, like the first video is actually coming out today. Um, but it's things like that. It's like, whilst there's nothing, if there's nothing else to me going on, I can spend my time editing a video, and it keeps my skills fresh. I don't forget about them whilst, like, I'm waiting for other clients to turn up. That's great. Oh, well, I assume that everyone has self-doubt, but when they first get in, well, yeah, in many times in their life for, for various reasons. But what kind of specific doubts did you experience when you were just getting started with your business? Um, I think. It's kind of, I guess the key one is like, am I good enough? I think it's one that mm. everyone has because you might you might look at the competition and think, oh God, they're so much better than me. But like, you can also look at that and try and take that and become that. So you you might look at, like you yourself, you might look at another podcast and think, oh, they're so much better than me. How can I compete with that? But then you think, well, hang on, what do they do? Let's implement that. You're not stealing it. You're just taking inspiration. Mm-hmm. And like, so I look at like, you know, other promo vids and stuff that people are doing. But yeah, it's like, I think the doubt was kind of, it's kind of like finding people. And it's still a issue you have now, like, because you sort of, like every time you invest in something like social media ads, you're like, oh, this isn't going to work, is it? But I need to do something. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's just, I guess it's that fear of failure. But again, I think that can be a positive as well, because it motivates you. Like if you... I think a lot of people can just be complacent and as a result they don't make the decisions they need to to keep it going. They just like sit there and like think, oh, this will all be sorted out. But if you're fearing failure, you will go out of your way and try and find people, put all the effort in, do your research. So I think all the all the downsides of doubt can have their benefits as well. Like I said, I've done like other things um, that perhaps other people who do what I do haven't, but like Again, you sort of you spend all this time thinking, okay, what do I have to do? And yes, you are doubting yourself, but you think, okay, what do I need to do to combat this failure? And by constantly brainstorming and stuff, you will come up with ideas. Like they might not all work, but at least, but you know, one of one of them is bound to eventually if you keep coming up with new ideas. Have you found Have you found it useful yourself to just have a break from thinking and uh, shut off in some way, or? Oh, definitely. Um, yeah, because I, yeah, I think it's important to kind of establish a work-life balance. So, like, sort of like, I think a lot of people, there's a lot of people who've done this in lockdown, but like, I tried to sort of like do exercise things and just to sort of keep my head like straight. So, like, home exercise, going out for a run, going out for a bike ride, just so you can have that sort of like alone time and be therapeutic. Because obviously, everything else. Right now, you'll just do when stuck in your room. And, yeah, it's like, yeah, I, th- I think it's just very important to get that work-life balance because if you... I did this online course and they said to me, doing everything yourself is the fastest way to burn out. So I think if you are just spending all your time, like, panicking and worrying about where you're going and not allowing yourself any, like, free time to just relax, enjoy yourself, then you're not going to get anywhere either because you'll just end up making the wrong decisions. Yeah, absolutely. 
Yeah, overthinking seems to be a, a big cause of self-doubt. Yeah, definitely. Um, but your, your business is flying now, or, or as in it's actually in progress and you've got clients yeah, you've got clients and you're getting feedback from clients which uh must help also help with your any kind of doubts that you have to have uh, positive feedback from people that you're helping yeah definitely it's like again it's it's kind of like not scraping just like it's like it, is, it has done well like basically every month since november i've made a profit and a, a lot of other months it's kind of i was having to dig into my own money to like pay for software and stuff. Last month I made about four hundred pounds, and compared to um, July nineteen to March twenty twenty, I made three hundred pounds in eight months. So it's a, it's a, like again, it might seem like peanuts to people, but it is a sign that you know you stick at it, you can progress. Yeah, and if you're getting steady income, that's uh, more important than the amount of income. At least as you're getting going to just create that reliable income yeah for the for the times when things aren't as busy mm, as an emergency so did you have to work through your self-doubt yourself or did you have uh, friends who that you could talk with or it's just something you kind of worked out as you went it, it's kind of a bit of both because like i think there were points where you know i think everyone's had this the doubt is so extremely thing what am i doing is this like am i doing the right thing but then I sort of speak to my friends about it and like they, you know, friends and family and they sort of encourage me just saying keep going and stuff. And I think a lot, a lot of time you do sort of think, are they just saying that to be nice? But like, I know, I know the people that I know, if I was doing a stupid business idea, they would say, what are you doing? Like in, in a nice way, of course, but like, you know, I think, I think people are like, can be honest to me. And the fact that they sort of are saying, you know, you will succeed, just keep trying does help a lot but you do at the same time with what you said you do have to find this stuff internally as well and you know you just have to brainstorm come up with ideas like you know the etsy idea it hasn't like hasn't like worked exactly as i have liked yet but i know there are ways to succeed of it and i'm i'm gonna keep fighting i'm gonna try and find ways to make it work so i, I just yeah i sort of think it's kind of it's not impossible. I just haven't figured out the formula yet. I think that's a that's the best way to put it. So I think again, a lot of people would have given up by now, but I haven't. I'm keen. I've come this far. I want to make sure I succeed, and I am. I am beginning to succeed. Yeah, I think you said earlier before we started talking about uh, persistence, and uh, you need to have the mindset of knowing that it's uh, going to take time. Yeah. Absolutely. Whole whole business is going to take time, and any doubts you may have, they're going to take time to get around as well. But but that you will get the, around them just by showing up every day. Yeah. And just uh, getting on with it. Yeah, exactly. So what's your, uh, I think we've spoken about this, but uh, what's your situation now? Um, yes, yeah, so I'm. I think you. So yes, yeah, so I'm based in Cheltenham. I've moved. Um, moved back with my family because obviously when like covid kicked off it kind of everyone needs to take a step back but like yeah i i i officially like moved out of Worcester last summer because like we went back for a little bit 
Um, but yeah, like I'm just I'm just in Cheltenham and I'm offering my services to people. Like if people need editors or a lyric video, music video, I can do things remotely, and I have done some things remotely. Like I'm editing um, some FIFA videos for someone, for example. He like this guy knows professional footballers, like not you know not like Lionel Messi level, like <laughs> that like. Um, he's, you know, they're still like professionals, and they're, yeah, they're just playing FIFA against each other, and like, I, um, I'm editing them for him, and it's really exciting. But like, I think again, that's a kind of, that's a persistence thing, because I, I try to apply for things through Upwork, and I'm just saying, like, if if there are any videographers listening to this, kind of, Upwork is a is a risk, like you do have to invest to try and like apply for things, so. Just be a bit cautious because it's not guaranteed results. But like, I applied for so many things on there. Like, basically, people post on there saying, "Oh, I need an editor and stuff like that." And obviously, I'd apply for all these things, and I applied for dozens and didn't get anything. And I thought this website is rubbish; it's useless. But then eventually, that FIFA guy said, "Yeah, I I need um I need uh, I need you to do something for me. You do a trial video." He absolutely loved it, and now. I've made two videos for him so far, hopefully doing two more this week. So there's a that's another example of persistence. Sounds good. Yeah, uh, a lot of people have put off by marketplaces like Upwork and similar sites because there's so much competition and mm. a lot of people on there who can charge a lot less than you. So you end up trying to compete on price, which is a bad idea. Yeah. But uh, it seems, in your case anyway, but just by staying there persisting expecting more no's than yeses yeah and uh, eventually the work comes in if you're just persistent yeah exactly it's like it's, it's the same with like applying to jobs like you know the majority of them will say no but if you keep applying someone's going to say yes it's exactly the same with finding clients like you know just message all these you can just message all these small businesses and if if they say no just be respectful like don't don't ever say, are you sure, or anything like that. Because if they said no, that means it's not something they're interested in. Whether you think they're doing the wrong thing or not, it's their choice whether they want to. Just just be polite. Just say, no worries, best of luck. Hopefully um, hopefully hear from you in the future. And then like, leave it at that, I think. And just keep keep going through that. And then eventually someone might say, oh, might be interested. And then you can arrange a call with them. So I think just... You know, just keep going. Just be respectful. Accept no for an answer, and like because if you have to, if you have to beg people to be your client, then like that can put them off. Anyway. Yeah, because I I admit like I've that sometimes desperation has got the better of me. Like there was someone I somewhat oh excuse me sorry um yeah there's someone I worked with in um December. It was like related to someone I just had a phone call with, just sort of chatting about advice and stuff. And basically, because it was December and like we were in very tense COVID times, we kind of felt and we all knew another lockdown was on the corner. Um, I kind of, I kind of got a bit desperate and like, like I did the work for them, but like basically, I kind of I hassled too much of like payments and stuff, and I kind of focused on that rather than making the quality of the video and they ended up getting very upset with me and like you know i'll put my hands up i made a mistake but yeah it's like but i think the key thing is i've learned from that i i did that and i think okay i'm not gonna do that again and yeah Mm. so yeah that's another thing you can expect to make mistakes along the way anyway 
yeah. it's a normal hu- human thing as long as you learn from them and move on yeah exactly i think as long as you can accept like the yeah like you said that you have done things wrong and just use it as a learning curve then it can be a positive because like what's what um yoda said in star wars that failure is the greatest teacher and i i completely agree with that so i think it's not not there is no try just do. Yeah, do or do or not, those to try. That, the, that's the other one. Yeah, the, well, well, that that's also a policy I've implemented because, like, when I've contacted clients and they've said no, or like we've nearly got something we haven't, people will say to me like, "Oh, that's good, you're generating conversation." I'm like, "Well, it doesn't matter because we didn't we didn't do any work, so I must well have just not spoken to anyone." And like, I do try and find the positives and things, but with that, I think you know, if I didn't speak to them or I did speak to them, I still make zero pounds and zero pence. So it doesn't make a difference, but I think it's a positive because it can make you drive. Like, drive onwards to think, you know, do better than that. Yeah, I saw that you you were, you'd started using a Media Super 8 film. Oh, yeah, I love that. <laughs> uh, I was looking at uh, some of the effects that that creates, and that uh, seems pretty unique, and they look really great to me. Oh, thank and, you. And uh, that's... Uh, I don't know if uh, many video- videographers use that sort of stuff. Uh, I don't suppose you know neither. Um, not not only that I, I use, but I know there definitely are people that like to use it. Um, but I just... It's because I... Um, I don't know if you've seen any of my vlogs, but I sort of spoke about like how I use Polaroid film because that was kind of something that uh, become big in my family. And I always, always said, I wish there was a way you could do Polaroids, but like as a video. And then it turned out you basically could through Super 8. Um, but yeah, I sort of, I do like, yeah, I've done this sort of vlog talking about Super 8 on my Facebook page and um, basically just sort of pointing out how it's a fantastic way to preserve memories and stuff. And I think, again, it's like, I, it's just saying it's there. I think it is very expensive, but I absolutely love working with it because, like, you know, you just, you just take things on your phone and stuff and it, it looks fine. And, a lot of that is great, but when you do it on Super 8, it's just so special. It makes the memory ten times better. Just romanticizes yeah, as well. It looks just like the old sixties. Yeah, exactly. Type things. And do, do you do that for clients, or have, do you offer that? Um, as I, a kind I, of... I did that for one of my dad's videos, and like it is there if anyone wants it. But I kind of spoke to a videographer, and he said it's kind of it's a bit uh, it's a bit sort of cumbersome to kind of put on the website. As so it's because you have to explain, oh, I need to send it off to be processed and blah, blah, blah. It's more, if you're in talks with a client, you could say, oh, I could do this. And then it's there. And people that know me know I like to do it. Mm. So it's kind of it's kind of my secret weapon, if you like. Yeah, and it's there as a kind of option, depending on what kind of project it is. It might yeah. kind of suit it very nicely. Yeah, 100%. Because like, if it's just a cafe around the corner... Who just wants they just want to get customers they're not they, they don't want to like use a camera that was used for 70s family holidays but like you know a, a band or so, like someone or like a wedding video or something that would be something people would be more interested in yeah like every time someone says like you know you will succeed like keep going it does help a lot um but yeah like if if you know someone's like um, just saying it to please you, that will just initiate doubt because then you sort of develop imposter syndrome. Yeah, but it's, it's kind of like I said, like, you know, I don't mind people being honest with me, just don't like 
I just think it's kind of like just don't insult um people because like again that that client I did the work for back in um December like she sort of said look the footage looks I'm, I'm not gonna say the words I don't know if you want swearing but the footage looks s and yeah the, but she said the footage looks s you know what I mean and it's like you know I if you don't like the footage that's fine but you'd have to you'd have to say like, like I wouldn't say that to people I wouldn't say you've put all this content out and it looks like I would just say I think your content could improve because I think if you just like if you just insult people you're just making things worse so like there is there is definitely a way to be honest but I think just you know just just try and be nice just being professional really. yeah yeah absolutely is there anything else that you'd uh that you think you could uh share that uh, would maybe help somebody who's who's listening who's got self-doubts and they're still not sure kind of how they're going to get through yeah well it's like you know these things aren't overnight successes but you know you can you can look back at i think there's a lot of famous examples like uh, i think colonel sanders the founder of kfc is a good example he was like in his late 60s he was having suicidal thoughts he was divorced I think, and didn't have a lot of money, but he um, he just went door to door trying to sell this chicken, and eventually, like some people discovered it and were like, "Oh my god, this is amazing!" And you look at what KFC is now, and you know he became an icon in the last years of his life. Um, there's also um, like the guy who founded Domino's. I can't remember his name, but like he, you know he he would sleep in his. Um, like Domino's was just one like small pizza place at the start, and this guy would just sleep there, um, and he you know did everything. And now Domino's is an enormous brand. So you just you just have to look at success stories like that. Like if you are like struggling at the moment, just you know just keep clawing your way through, try and keep finding little ways, and like every every step you take like will make a big difference. I think for videographers um, specifically. Um, based on my experience, I started off by getting some equipment after university, and I didn't like, I didn't have instant success, but I kept, um, I, I kept going at it, like, because I started off um, just based on music videos, um, but I kind of decided to expand. And the reason I did just music videos was because my lecturers basically said you need to be specific, um, and I, I completely got that. But then I kind of thought hang on a minute, what if someone says, I want the promo video, but you just do music videos? So I think, like, um, whilst, yes, I'm giving advice now, like, don't, I think, do try and go with your gut if, like, you think it's the right thing. Like, just because someone has told you to do something doesn't mean it's the right thing. But at the same time, don't be afraid to take people's advice. I think it's just down to what you think. But, like... Yeah, I think there's a fine balance. It's like I think it's key to get feedback from people, um, just to get a second opinion and sort of have a fair judgment of it. Just because you might think, well, you, you, like some people will think, well, it's rubbish because they're them. Some people might think, yeah, it's great because they're them. Um, and if you just ask for a, a variety of opinions, you'll get a wider aspect of it. And if everyone says it's good, you can go of that and think, okay, I'll do that again. If everyone says it's rubbish vice versa hmm. and it's all down to you in the end anyway and uh, there's something to be said for uh, having a niche like 
bands and musicians and sticking with that. Yeah. But then there's also something to be said for branching out if somebody comes along and wants you to shoot their wedding. Yeah, I think don't don't be don't be afraid to change because like you might start off just wanting to do wedding videos, then you end up doing music videos. But it's like it's it's up it's up to you at the end of the day. But like just just yeah, just try and focus on what you yourself wants to do. But like don't don't be afraid to like go into different areas you might not know much about just as long as you don't don't fake it like be honest with them and because i i did like I, I did a weird thing where like someone wanted me to basically do surveillance footage like someone was doing some gardening and for legal reasons they wanted clips of it so i just had to stand there with my camera and it's like about in itself the experience didn't mean much but like i got paid for it and i could make investments so like yeah just you know, just just go out there, heed advice, try and find your way through, and like just keep just keep trying new techniques. I think like social media is obviously the way, but you do get a lot of like a lot of times being ignored. Like it, it's tricky because like I I've posted on you know Facebook groups so many times, just saying like, "Are you a musician? Do you need this that?" And I have got success from it, but so rarely it. <laughs> I, I keep having to remind myself that it did actually work because you just get it does get exhausting just looking at your Facebook and seeing no likes, no comments, but and you you might not believe it, but like if you keep pushing, like someone will see that and think, Oh, I could do with that. Just with uh, doing your daily work and just being persistent, I think a lot of it is down to persistence. Uh, yes. the cream rises to the top mm. and that's what they say and it will happen eventually but not if you don't it, not if you uh, give up after trying for a few weeks and thinking it's not getting anywhere why do I bother this kind of thing just, uh, yeah, I think, just persistence yeah definitely. I think in some aspects of life like there is definitely time to quit so I don't um, I don't entirely believe in this whole never give up policy because if you are if you are doing something and you realise it's not for you, and like it, it's not what you want to do anymore, then like yeah, you, like it's healthier to move on. But I think if you if you do it with videography, I think maybe more just apply it to certain areas. Again, if you're not getting work with weddings, think I've got all these skills, maybe I could use it for something else. And yeah, like, that is uh, def definitely important to recognise when something's not working yeah. so that you can rethink things and try a different direction rather than hammering at, at it um, endlessly. Yeah, definitely. So I think uh, we've covered it pretty well, just uh, some ideas and thoughts of how to approach self-doubt. So uh, what's the best way for people to find out more about you and your work or get in touch with you? Okay, so my website is uh, uk. You can see all my work and services on there. I think probably the best place to follow me is Instagram because I'm providing a lot of updates on what I'm doing, like pictures, vlogs, uh, little videos, um, talk about my services, things like that. So if you follow me, if you just type in Finley Stanley Media on Instagram, you'll find me there. I'm also on Facebook under the same name. And... Yeah, you can see a lot about what I do. If you need my services, you can easily get in touch and I'd be happy to discuss things with you. And also my Etsy account, again, just type in Finley Stanley Media, you'll see a wide selection of photo prints. I've got 17 on there at the moment. 
so if you need something to decorate your walls with, I've got some like lovely photography on there. You've got sunsets, landscapes, landmarks, all kinds of things. And yeah, there's plenty of ways to find me. And if you're interested, I'd love to hear from you and have a chat. Excellent. Okay, thanks again, Finley. No problem, it's been a pleasure. Thank you too for listening or watching. I hope you found it useful. For more freelancer help, content, services, or to become a member for more benefits and resources, visit aspectavenue.com. You can find any links mentioned in this episode along with other helpful information in the show notes or the YouTube description and on this episode's page at aspectavenue.com. If you like The Freelancer's Friend, please like, review, subscribe, leave a comment if watching on YouTube or the website, and please share the podcast with your freelancer friends. Until next time, remember, you can work alone, but not to be on your own with The Freelancer's Friend. Bye for now. Thank you.